0: hey guys and welcome back to i can't sleep tonight's episode oh my god we're gonna talk about tickets to my downfall y'all knew this was coming y'all knew this was coming and let me tell you i've never cried to to music before i never i love music as we all know i do i i love music so much but i never truly cried over a song it never really hit me in a way i was like uh-huh, so sad woo but Michigan Kelly the way he um just the songs on the album made me laugh made me cry um two songs that really hit hard was lonely and play this when i'm gone obviously we all knew play This When I'm Gone was gonna be a sad song. It was to his daughter Casey. Whenever he like dies, she can listen to it. And that is just very depressing, but it was such a good song. And I stayed up pretty late to listen to the album. And I don't regret it one bit. I do not regret it at all. And so yeah, let's we're gonna dive deep into this album. So we get hit with the first song which is tickets to my downfall and that one really goes hard i found that he went the more pop punk route than the rap route and i actually really liked it a lot i thought it was super super cool how he did that and um and and he explored the genre of music instead of sticking with rap and i think i like him more pop punk than rap if that makes sense um some of the albums were rap related but a lot of it was just alternative rock and guys halsey halsey was featured on this album which is crazy to me i never thought michigan kelly and halsey would make a song together but they did and it's one of my favorite songs that they have done and i'm obsessed and i love and i think it's a really good breakup song not gonna lie uh i, I really i really do think you you can jam if you're heartbroken jam this song out and i think you would enjoy it a lot like a lot in, especially in the car, like blasting in the car. Like I don't have a car yet, <laughs> but I would blast it in the car. Um, he also did uh a song My Ex's Best Friend with Black Bear, which I thought was really cool. He did a an interlude with Megan Fox, I think was in it. Yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, Megan Fox, yeah. And she it it was really interesting how the interlude went because she was like oh you're do you remember these moments with me because a lot of times you're so high or so drunk and I'm like wow see we we never know what the gunner does you know like what he does behind the scenes we never see him like we know he smokes weed and drinks but we don't know the extent to it and then he talks a little bit about um, trying to get sober and you know, it's really hard for someone who's addicted to, you know, drugs or anything really to get sober from it. And, um, you know, he talks about that just a little bit in one of his songs. And I just think it was very interesting. I really liked how, um, he also put Pete again in his album, and that interlude was so hilarious. I think it was like a little break before you get into the sad stuff, and it starts out really, really hardcore punk, pop, punk, yeah, pop, punk, really punk, punk, yeah, punk is the word, sorry, pop punk, it was really pop punk, and... I liked it a lot it was very different and like i said it's gonna take me a while to get really into it like um what hotel diablo hotel diablo i true i it took me like two days to get into it then i was full circle in love with hotel diablo but uh tickets to my downfall is kind of different because he did change his genre up a lot and I think it's great good job branching out I think uh he made a good move with it he made a really really good move with um going pop punk and uh his drummer rook got a chance to really play the drums and you could tell he has a really really good drummer with him and I just find it very 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 interesting and I truly enjoy it um let's see I'm trying to get the songs up, I'm sorry. My computer's kind of slow and my phone is just dumb at the moment because Spotify won't let me click on like the full album if you know what I'm talking about, if you don't have Spotify Premium. So I'm going to go on the internet and do that real quick and get all the title tracks so I know what I'm talking about instead of leaving you guys confused. So, oh, never mind, I got it. <laughs> We also are going to be talking about Ashton, I'm sorry this like cut like Went from Sheehan Kelly to Ashton Irwin, but we also are going to mention Ashton Irwin's new single, Skinny Skinny, and his new um, record coming out, Super Bloom, on October 23rd. Guys, this is crazy. The drummer from Five Sick of the Summer, that doesn't really get that much credit, is coming out with a single. He is the first ever, well, I'm waiting for this to load. I'm going to tell y'all. the He is the first ever artist that released a vinyl record and not a cd that goes with it which i think is so interesting like yes you can also get it on your phone but he's not producing a cd it's going to be on a vinyl record and i think that is so dope and so cool because back then like in the 80s and the 70s 60s 50s when vinyls start to come out in the 90s you could only get on record and not a cd which i think is so cool like people who um have a record collection have a record player can like me can get it and so i think it's really cool now we're gonna go back to tickets to my downfall and then we're gonna come back to skinny skinny because i have a lot to say on skinny skinny and i think skinny skinny is such a beautiful like message in a song so back to tickets to my downfall uh we start with title track and it is basically singing oh this is my tickets to my downfall like this is an intro to it we have kiss kiss drunk face bloody valentine forget me too which is featuring halsey all i know which should be red red right i think it's Trippy red uh he was also i think featured in candy um on hotel diablo we have lonely lonely that one wow all i have to say is wow it talks about his dad and his aunt and at the very end you actually get to hear what his dad um sounds like and you just have to listen to the i'm you just have to listen to it because it's just so emotionally wrecking that i cried to it it was pretty sad world war three world war three kevin and barracuda which uh, was the interlude with pete davidson if you don't know who he is he is comedian he went on snl and he also dated ariana grande well was in- and was engaged until mac Lam- not mac lamore i am stupid mac miller he died and that's when they cut up their engagement That's a whole different story that I'll go into in later episodes if I decide to. But um, Kevin and Barracute are these two aliens in an interlude and it's a FaceTime call and it's really, really funny and I totally recommend listening to it and after that is concert for aliens i really 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 like how he did the interlude and then concert for aliens because in the interlude they were talking about aliens and then it was concert for aliens i think it's really really great um my ex's best friend with black bear has to probably be my top two favorite song off of the album i don't know just in concert for aliens but um i'm gonna rate the songs as i go um into this episode we have jawbreaker jawbreaker i don't know i didn't really like jawbreaker i think it was kind of unnecessary to have jawbreaker um in there but i guess it was just a break after my ex's best friend i think it was like after my ex's best friend jawbreaker was like oh i'm with this girl sort of thing nothing aside featuring ian i think it's ian dior that's how I'm pronouncing it. You correct me if I'm wrong. But um, Ian Dior. That song was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Banyan Tree interlude is with Megan Fox. Oh god, I hope that's his girlfriend's name. Because if I'm getting that wrong, I, I'm gonna... Let's start shut up real quick. Who is MGK's GF? He did a lot of girls... Oh thank God, Mega Fox. Okay, good. I got that correct. Uh, Mega Fox and we're talking, and it was uh, wow. It, I liked it. I love well, not liked it. I loved it a lot. It was very good, and it's kind of depressing. This whole album's depressing. So if you're looking for a song, an album to jam out slash be sad to, go to Tickets to My Downfall. If you're looking for an album to like vibe to, Hotel Diablo, hundred um, percent. And then play this when I'm gone. Wow, just all I gotta say is, I sobbed at the very end and I cried for like five minutes and then I went to bed. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I'm gonna rate these songs title track, it was good six out of ten. <laughs> I sound like I'm bashing him, but I'm really nice. Just my opinions on the songs, I, I kind of wish it was kind of. I don't wish. I'm kind of glad. I'm actually glad he went the alternative route, but I kind of feel like he could have gone something more with it. I don't know. That's just me. My opinion may change when I start listening to this over and over and over again, because that's how I am with music. Oh, uh, we have title track. I give that six out of 10. Kiss Kiss and Drunk Face. I give, um... About a 7 out like 6 out of 10 as well bloody valentine i give that an 8 out of 10 forget me too i give that a 10 out of 10 all i know a 10 out of 10 lonely a 10 out of 10 world war three i give that a 5 out of 10 kevin and Barracuda interlude obviously i give that a 10 out of 10 concert for aliens a 10 out of 10 my ex's best friend 10 out of 10 jawbreaker 2 out of 10 i'm sorry Jawbreaker, which just not my favorite song on the album. I kinda hate it. I kinda don't like it. So I'll give it a two out of ten. Nothing inside. I give that a eight out of ten. Banyan tree. I hope I'm saying that right. I give that a nine out of ten. And then play this one I've gone and obviously give it a ten out of ten. Because if a song makes me feel that much emotion, obviously deserves so much. But yeah, that's Tickets to my downfall. Um I digested it last night. I um it i overall he did very good with this album i may purchase a cd who knows i may purchase the vinyl who knows but i will be streaming it forever because <laughs> it's such a good song i still stream hotel diablo i love hotel diablo that's literally i think my favorite album by him but that could change when i start diving more deeper into tickets to my downfall I will say, in one of the songs, he mentions a Hollywood whore, uh, and one of the songs in Hotel Diablo is um, Hollywood whore, and I, that was like a connection to me. I was like, oh, he made a kind of connection to the last album in a way, which is really cool. So we're going to dive into Ashton Irwin's new song, Skinny Skinny. Guys, Skinny Skinny is about body dysmorphia. And Ashton, I think suffered. He suffered from body dysmorphia. Cuff, Cuffy. Why did I say Cuffy? Um, correct me if I'm wrong on that. But um, he. Let me go to the Instagram post so I can read it to y'all. Let's see. Okay. So Ashton Irwin. Hold on skinny the first single skinny skinny is out everywhere uh, basically he said tonight at 9 p.m We must fight against a common darkness that shadows our ability to live truthfully, to live without self-doubt and without self-destruction and love ourselves for what we are. When writing Skinny Skinny, I first thought of myself and many other young people struggling with body image and particularly body dysmorphia. It's something I've never confronted in a creative form and I am feeling strong and saying Skinny Skinny goes directly to that painful place in my mind. And I think everyone with social media and society itself it paints this picture that you have to be super skinny in order to somebody to love you to like you um you have to be um fit and you can't eat all these junk foods and whatnot and in the video he uses a lot of metaphors he uses the mirrors and he breaks the mirrors in the music video he also um which i think it was really cool he took off his shirt to show his body he didn't hide his body and he also um in the video it was edited to where it would say all the comments towards him like you're too fat you're too skinny Uh, don't eat this don't eat that be fit and um i thought it was very empowering because one of the lyrics was i want to eat and i'm like dude that's I think that's what everyone feels especially in the social media world and even in real life um a lot of people suffer I guess with body I suffer from with my body image like I don't particularly love my body at all like I'm wanting to be skinny and but sometimes some days I think to myself well you know I'm not that bad looking like I'm cute I guess but um It's something internal that a lot of people struggle with. I think everyone struggles with it. But, um, I like how... Um... A guy... Confronts it. Instead of a girl. You know, like, and, um... It's very common for girls to have body dysmorphia. But, you know, guys are paying out to be these strong individuals. Who don't, um... Care about what their body looks like. Which is so not true. Um a lot of guys care about what their body thinks. they want to get fit they don't want to be fat they want to be skinny uh, like have muscle on them to impress girls or whatnot i don't know what um goes through guys minds but i think it was so cool that a guy in the industry talks about his body dysmorphia instead of, of it is a girl of a girl saying it now i'm not saying that um i'm not discrediting anybody um I'm just saying that it's interesting because it's, um, a lot of girls talk about it, which their feelings, I'm saying this right now, their feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying how it's interesting to see a guy talk about it, you know, cause I don't think a lot of guys are like, um, are confident enough to talk about it. And sometimes girls don't talk about it either because I don't really talk about it either because I don't want people to know that I hate myself and my body. (laughs) But I just thought it was pretty cool that a guy in the industry is talking about body dysmorphia and how he struggles with his body. And Ashton Irwin is one of the hottest guys I've ever seen in my life. I think he looks fine. I think he looks great. Um He looks healthy and normal. <laughs> but I do know he has a history of alcoholism. But that's not the point. The point is that Ashton Irwin created a song for everybody. Like everybody in the world to understand. To relate to. And I cannot wait for Super Bloom to come out. Because I feel like this album is going to hit the charts so hard. And I think it's great that he is also going solo from the band. The band has not broken up at all. He is just venturing out on his own, which I think is a great move for him. Um, Just in case that the band does break up. um, He does have that under his belt. And I think it's amazing that he's coming out with new stuff. Are the other boys going to come out with stuff? I don't think so. I think they aren't going to um I know Michael is more of a gamer guy I don't know about Luke and Callum like they really don't go on social media and they don't really um I don't know i not saying that they're not talented they are talented maybe Luke will go on his solo career maybe if the band breaks up or if Callum will go into the bass be a a guitar, a bass player, and somewhere else. Who knows? We don't know. (laughs) All I'm saying is, is that Ashton Erwin, I think, made a great decision into um, creating his own music instead of um, not doing anything passionately. And I think um, artists really got creative in 2020, being home and be like, oh, I'm going to make this music, that music. And I think it's so cool. Um, I know this Korean K-pop band called Blackpink is coming out with new music we have Ashton Irwin coming out with new music, we have Saint Malik coming out with new music, also congratulations Saint Malik and Gigi Hadid on their new little daughter congrats um, my well wishes, even though you probably will never hear my podcast I wish wish you the best anyways, but um, I think Ashton Irwin did a very good job he did a very good job of creating a song that everyone can relate to. He's not afraid to hide his feelings. And you can really see that in the music video. So, yeah. I think also, credits to um, Colson. I'm going to say this, Colson, you did a great job on Tickets to My Downfall," even though I didn't like that many songs. I loved a lot of songs, but Jawbreaker was just not my favorite. So that's all really I have to say on both subjects and next episode you're in for a ride (laughs) you're in for a treat on episode four um it's personal it's different but it's my story to be heard of and I'm pretty excited for y'all to hear it anyways guys that's the end of this podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed it. Um, wherever you are in the country or world, have a good evening, night, and morning. And I will see y'all next Wednesday. Don't forget to follow the Instagram I Don't Sleep Podcast. Well, I messed up on the username. I'm sorry. It's i.cant.sleep.podcast dot podcast and it is mentioned in the introduction. Leave your suggestions in the comments. DM me on what you want me on what topics you want me personally to talk about and I will talk about them. Um, but I do not talk about politics or religion on this podcast. So if you want me to talk about politics and religion, that is my personal um, was it called that's my personal information to myself and I will not really be talking about it because everyone has their own opinions and this is supposed to be a light-hearted podcast anyways guys have a like I said great evening morning or night I'll see you next Wednesday kisses